G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 503 of the Trains Move podcast, my name is Tim Egg, and it's not like any other podcast that they're going, oh, tell a friend, donate money, click some sponsors, blah blah blah, I don't need any of that, all I need for you to help support the show is by simply coming up with training, racing and nutrition questions, and if you have a question and you will be supporting the show by coming up with that question, just jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Now... What's been going on in the last 24 hours since my last podcast? Uh, for the people that actually have been following every episode, which, God bless you guys, uh, you, you guys would know that I'm coming back from an injury. I did my Achilles a while back, and I've been, you know, carrying on like a pork chop with the rehab, just making sure everything's all done nicely. Well, it, things going very, very well. I haven't been to the physio now. I've stopped going there for um, about a month ago, and I've probably probably could have stopped a, a good solid couple of months back but I didn't want to lose my spot and stuff and I'm just slowly building my volume further up and further up and I'm running all my runs are at uh, math heart right now I'm it's getting better it, it's funny um oh, I started doing ma- proper math training um f- four weeks ago three weeks ago and um because I generally in the past when I've done math training, I would generally do a 10-kilometer math time trial. And and for the people that are saying, what's math time trial or what's math, a very, very, very quick um, brief on it. It's basically, it's heart rate training. Um, it's 180 minus your age and you've got to keep your, and you can give and take a few beats here and there just to, um, but you're basically doing all your running, or for me anyway, I'm doing all my running at that math zone anyway um and that may mean you've got to walk kills and stuff if needed but anyway i did because um three weeks ago i was still adding walks on every every run as i'm building up this volume um i could i couldn't um do a 10 kilometer math test so i did a 20 20 minute um time trial for math for heart rate and my pace was 544 per per kilometer so it's pretty pretty slow and then um two weeks after it was down to 530 pace and then this week it's hanging around that 520 pace so she's coming down at the exact same heart rate so the pace is looking good um i'm looking at my power with it that's increasing all at the same heart rate so it's it's nice i like this um so uh, so it looks like i'm um in Oh, I have no idea how many weeks. So I'm, I'm going to be look. It looks like I'm going to be a, um, a one of the marathon paces for the Cabri Marathon. That, that it's looking positive anyway. Um, I would most likely say it would be somewhere around, um, oh, somewhere around um, the most likely a four, either a three forty five pacer or a four hour pacer. Um, maybe it depends what happens over the next couple of months it could be a 330 pacer um because I'll, I'll be doing math training right up until uh, the marathon um which i think it's like eight nine ten weeks something like that the marathon maybe it's 10 weeks and so it's um yeah it is 10 weeks i'm just trying to work it out in my head here yeah 10 weeks time it's cabri marathon in hobart so for those who are around australia that wants to pop down to tassie and 
do a very slow marathon with me. See, to four hours. F- well, that's what I'm looking at doing for the as a pacer. And the pacers are cool because you wear a stupid flag thing that comes up your back. And so people that, let's say it's a four-hour pacer, people that ha- their goals are to finish the marathon in four hours, all they've got to do is run with you. You pace them the exact pace all the way to the finishing line. So when they cross the finishing line, they're three hours, 59 minutes and 30 seconds sort of thing. So you you pace, you pace their race for them. Um, so I will, I will either be most likely either be the three forty-five pacer or the four-hour pacer. See that sort of that sort of pace. It's um, slow enough. I'm not going to just completely destroy the body, but fast enough where it's going to be um, just a solid training day for me. So I'm looking forward to it. So, but no, I've got no pains, no injury. Well, I, I still call myself. I'm still putting myself on the injured list, but um, it, things are good. I'm, things are positive. Anyway, and as of, um, well, I'm week three now of um, increasing my training volume to a minimum of 20 hours of training a week now. Uh, and, and for those that love TSS and chronic training load numbers and also, I love all that stuff too. Um, it's a minimum of a, a thousand TSS per week. And uh, as of today, I think my chronic training load today is 130 so that's bounced up significantly from two weeks ago three weeks ago i'm week three in this training block so three weeks ago my chronic training load i'm just looking up was 120 so it's increased by 10 over the last three weeks that but but that should be i'm aiming for 170 that to, to peak at 170 so that that's the goal anyway today's question see I could, I could just talk about me all day it's the best subject in the world today's question comes from Isaac who writes uh, for the last few months I've been doing strength training twice a week mainly focusing on primary muscle groups that I use when swimming and cycling not an overkill but hard sessions with a lot of reps providing more fatigue to the muscles and that so I could be stronger over time. My 70.3 training plan is based on a six-day training week and even fewer... Sorry? Six is based on a six-day training week and every few weeks have a full recovery week of lighter training sessions to recruit. My question, how far out from my race date should I stop using weights? Uh, I see the benefits of the strength training that I'm doing. However, I know th- that I am more fatigued in the, la- in the last year following the same plan. The only thing that has changed in the last year is my VO2 max has increased by 3 points. Currently, it's at 50. I am able to sustain more energy for much longer periods of time while maintaining an aerobic heart rate. Good work. Uh, my race is on March March the 20th, 2022, and my tapering appears to be around 10 to 14 days out. So, um, there's a... I could, I could dive deep into all sorts of stuff here, but um, I'll try and keep it all to what you're actually asking. Um, just on a side note, the, I'm guessing it's your Garmin that's giving you VO2 max... Um, some people 
find them wildly inaccurate. I've some people find them spot on. It. Um, if you're going off that VO2 that Garmin provides, you really need to be making sure you wear your heart rate um, strap also, 100% of the time for during training. Um, if you're not, the accuracy decreases significantly. Um, as for um, how accurate it is versus lab, it, it's not going to be some. Sometimes it is spot on. Um, sometimes, it, but it just gives you a ballpark figure. And it, it's. I was talking to uh, a mate with a guy that works out of Utah who does a lot of the um, testing on. Um, um, a lot of does a lot of testing on the, the the guys from the Institute of Sport in Tassie, and he was he was saying um, some of us just spot on every single test that their garments is spot on to what they're seeing in their test, and then some are within a few. But if if as long as they're using their um, heart rate strap a hundred percent of the time, it's pretty close. So so that's that's a positive. Um. But that's not what you're asking. Question with your weight training. So with your weight training, when do you want to stop doing it? Um, I would probably look at stopping anywhere between 10 to 14 days out, but keeping core strength going until uh, around five, six days out. So that that would be where I'd be looking at doing it because once you're tapering, once you start hitting that taper, the... Um, all the hard work's done you've just got to freshen up ready for race day so it's good you've got a plan um and it's good you're sticking with that plan um and you know as i could go into whether um the recovery what you know i can go into more on recovery weeks i can go more into having a rest day um once a week um but if you're sticking with that plan, you're happy with that plan, you, um, I would uh, look somewhere around 10 to 14 days out, I would stop stop that lifting actual weights and just purely and replace those weights or just cut. Generally with weight training, um, you might, let's say it's a 45-minute session, just for instance. Um, you got your warm-up, then you might, the main set might be like 30 minutes of, well, 25 minutes or whatever of strength training of lifting weights and then you got five ten minutes or so at the end of doing course core work i'd keep that core to core section still going until five six days out of of your race and then and then chop that and then really freshen up that that's what i'd be looking um as as of a uh, little side notes your six day a week um training this isn't targeted towards you this is just in general um a lot of the time uh, i've got two athletes that have one day a week off training because that's their lifestyle can't they can't train seven days a week but a lot of the time having that one day off a week for a lot of athletes um is an overkill they could be doing something in that day that that they still can get their recovery in, um, but they're still doing something. You know, you, one day a week off, that's 52 days of no training in a year. That 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 works out to be significant. Then you throw in a week's worth of recovery if you're doing that typical periodization type of training, um, which I, I've 
got one athlete that really does that at the moment. Um, you know, I'm going to have another one start up in two weeks. I think we've got a mere mark to to really kick into that type of type of training. Um, but it's um, if you're having a day off a week, do you really need to have that lighter training period? It's that's questionable as well um, because you're getting a recovery day in, um, but. Only you know the answer, but ha- but I'm just throwing doubts into your head here. Um, you've got a training plan. You've mentioned, so you should really should stick with the training plan. If, where people go wrong, and I shouldn't have, and I really should have said this. Where people go wrong in their training is they chop and choose different systems constantly. They're, they'll be training for a seventy point three, and they'll be have this six day a week periodization type training program and then as they're going in some bald-headed turd on a microphone says do you really need that day off a week they go well i don't and so you'll start training on that day and then do you really need that recovery week yeah maybe i don't and then you all of a sudden you're in a different system and um and then you'll be listening to another podcast and they're, they're recommending you do this and then you you've changing that around so and all of a sudden um the gains you probably could have made from just sticking with that one plan has gone completely out the window. So, a quick summary is you probably should disregard it with the doubts I was just starting to stick in there. Um, stick, with, stick with your plans, but as for the answer of when you should stop strength training, yeah, t- t- 10, 10, 14 days out, just knock, knock that crap off. But it is, you are right, strength training is really good, Um, especially the older you get, the more important it becomes, Um, but having said that, and and I'm just going to do another real side note targeted towards other people that are listening to this, Um, if you've got minimum hours to train, let's say you've got um, 10 hours of training a week that you can do and you're training for a 70.3, for instance, or, or an Ironman, or whatever it is, um, and you, and in that time you're able to get three swims, three bikes, three runs in throughout the week, and you you want to add strength training to it. You want to add, add actual weight training. Well, what are you going to give up to be able to get that strength training? Is in um, are you going to give up a, a swim a week? Well, is that wise? Are you going to give up a bike a week? That's most likely definitely not wise. So then you've got to look for other ways to try and get that strength training in, to whether you're using oversized paddles um, in the water, um, doing a lot of um, core strength sessions every single day, whether they're six-minute sessions per day or whether they're 10-minute sessions every second day just while you're watching TV. Or are you better off... Um, you know doing big gears one day a week two days a week on the bike some running hills um so there is other ways you can try and get your strength training in but strength the strength lifting weights in the in the weight room it's got to complement what you're trying to um achieve out with your normal swim bike run taking something away can definitely be worth it in some cases but in other cases it definitely won't be worth it so you really need to um, have a look at everything properly uh, for you know 
start off go back you know did that do that reverse engineering go straight from race day and work your way back will you benefit on race day by by lifting weights if you've had to take away a swim session or if you had to take away a, a, a run or if you had to take away a couple of sessions to get these in would is are you going to see the benefits do you think you'll see the benefits on race day if the answer is no um then you got to look at right what will help you there um so you've and this isn't for you isaac um this is just a general comment um so i and i i say it because it, it does come up from time to time where people want to want to add something to their training week but not willing to take anything or if you can add to it and you can find the extra time but then something else has got to give is it going to be the family time is it going to be you know you're able to do, you know you're missing out on your lunch break at work to do the to do an extra run a week or so which is all good because you know you just eat when you eat during working hours and straight after lunch but um yeah you it all it all has to make sense remember it's a, we we we're doing a, we're trying to swim bike run as fast as we are able to with the available resources that that's to us so so we can get to that finishing line and scull a beer uh, if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooroo